I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right. Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always with my wonderful co-hosts, Tyler and Lou. Big episode today as the NFL is getting ready to start. We've got a full weekend of games. You've got what I believe is Thursday night games, Sunday Sunday games, Sunday night games, Monday night games. So a lot going on this uh, this first weekend. So Lots more to talk about in this show as well in terms of the overall market, some uh, some decreases in some some things, some increases in some things. We want to get into that and then get into our Stump the Shop segment here in a little bit, but want to start off with, with the NFL being back. Figure it's worth noting, as it got brought up earlier, I am rocking the Patriots, the, the Patriots pullover here, and I know my two Jets fans cannot appreciate this, but... 17 out of the last 19 AFC East titles. I just think it's worth mentioning. I know there's a lot of optimism around other teams in the AFC East, but until someone takes it, I'm going to say Patriots for the AFC title this year. Like AFC championship, like they're going to win the AFC championship? No, the AFC East. Got it. Not the AFC at all. I'm taking the Chiefs on that. Got it. And who's going to be your starting quarterback? Cam Newton. And how do you feel about him playing the entire year healthy? Not not the best. Got it. Who's going to be your quarterback when he goes down? Jarrett Stidham. Mm-hmm. Got it. How do you feel about winning the division with Jarrett Stidham after having Tom Brady for the last 15 Cam years? Cam Newton's going to give us enough games. Mm-hmm. I mean, like in the AFC East, the last, the last couple of years, sure. I mean, what do you got to win? Eight games? Nine games? I mean, we won the season. We won the AFC East by Thanksgiving. I'm just saying, y'all went from having four weeks of preseason, finding a bunch of gems, <laughs> and having true. Tom Brady at your quarterback, to now having no preseason, no finding gems, and yeah, Jared Stidham probably leaving you guys down the Certainly stretch. less optimistic. Is, yeah, just, is I just wanted to lay it out there. Just it's kind of weird to like try to like dunk on the AFC East. It's like the weirdest <laughs> flex I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> no, I just I do think that the the um, both for the card market. But also there were teams that excelled in understanding how to use those four weeks of preseason and find players and understand how to navigate the cap space and find gems and Hogan, Wes Welker, all those just over and over and over again. And uh, I think we're going to see that early on. Maybe I don't know if teams are going to kind of use those first four weeks or five weeks or just gradually kind of build. Um, But it's going to be it's it's going to be wild that Thursday night is the first full game of football and it's week one like it matters and i think Tal, you bring up a really interesting point there that's not where this was necessarily going to go but like no preseason right just think of the guys in the past like you said not only just the patriots but the other guys that have gotten an opportunity in preseason that have made you know made something for themselves in preseason right like those opportunities are going to dwindle like you're not going to it's just going to be week one so I mean, Burrow's obviously starting week one. I thought that was kind of a surprise, but I didn't. I, I know two is not. Mm-hmm. Herbert's not. Like you know, the the rookies aren't going to get a you know as many opportunities. It's they're just there's no preseason games for them to shine or really do anything. So definitely, I and think that's there's going to be two three guys that have like career weeks, week one or two, and then like by week six, like are fighting for a spot. 
yeah, you become irrelevant. Yeah. yeah the also the quarantine QB thing is like wildly interesting to me. Like Josh McCown got signed by the Eagles to literally just sit on his couch and yeah, live in Texas for twelve thousand dollars a week. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he got signed twelve thousand dollars a week <clears throat> to be their emergency quarterback, and he doesn't have to go to Philly. He just sits in Texas. They're using a practice squad spot on him. That's a vibe. Yeah, it's like that's, a veteran. It's like a veteran consultant contract. It's the all-time <laughs> move. I would yeah. love to be a quarantine quarterback right now. Yeah, it's pretty solid. So I do want to get into this because we're going to talk about this later with some things going up and down in the market. That's kind of our next discussion. But uh, Lou, you mentioned uh, a little bit off air about non-quarterback uh, stuff, the other skill positions really, their stuff uh, really taking off here as we got closer to the season. What's uh, what's current take on some of that stuff? Yeah, I've been thinking a lot about it because, you know, as – cards have become more popular in the last few months one of the main things i've seen has been a lot of fantasy players right daily fantasy season-long fantasy players um and every time i talk to someone they're like wait you're telling me that michael thomas is like a third of what you know sam darnold is and i'm like yeah and they're like that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever um so i mean i remember for context on prices like you know general knowledge like I was looking at Michael Thomas PSA 10s for 75 bucks like eight weeks ago and I passed obviously because I'm dumb and that's what I do and now they're approx they're at least double that now so I think you're gonna uh, see the last one was 801 dollars excuse me uh 801 dollars for, for Michael silver? Thomas for silver, silver. It will the whole year is a silver, but yeah, silver. Okay, cool. So then they 10 X what I was looking at them. Yeah, they're they're eight the last sale I think was eight hundred and one dollars. Okay, cool. So that's sad for me. I'm sad about that. But like I think it's just gonna I think it's something we're gonna keep seeing. I think we're gonna see, you know, uh McCole Hardman from the Chiefs go off one day and his NTs are gonna start going for you know, five, six, five figures, I would say. Like I think that's like a pretty realistic thing that's gonna start happening here and people should be prepared for that. And I've seen, like, again, going off the Miko thing, there's been a lot of hype around, like, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, like, being with uh, Lamar Jackson, some of the weapons for some of the younger top quarterbacks in the league. Um, but I, I think this is also a good point to mention. Like, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Like, do this is very important to do your research because as we will talk about in the next segment, right, like, everybody right now sells. There's hype on everybody. Miko Hardman, Marquise Brown, like, Everybody has hype, but not everybody's going to produce. Like Tyler said, somebody's going to have a major week one and everybody's going to flock to them. Like we talked, I talked about this uh, in shop recently. Like I have a Drew Locke gold vinyl from Optic. Could you imagine what would happen if Drew Locke came out and threw five touchdown passes week one, Monday night, home against Tennessee, those five touchdown passes. But in the same breath, what if he goes Nathan Peterman and throws five interceptions and a half? Like so much is going to happen week one when a guy goes you know, off or a guy does, you know, terrible, like p- prices are going to drastically change. And I think it's just very important to just know what you're buying and, you know, really do your research because uh, it, a lot's going to happen the first couple of weeks of the season. Yeah. I think there's a, a way bigger knowledge gap when it comes to the NFL, as opposed to basketball or football. And I think you're going to have to do, there's going to be a lot more misses. There's, you can't 
it's hard to swing and miss in basketball right now. I think it's, there's going to be a lot of swing and misses in football this year, which is just part of the game. Yeah, well, the, yeah, exactly. There's a lot more volatility. There's one game a week. There's a lot more game planning. There's weapons. And going into this year where there's, again, you usually have four weeks of like understanding, four weeks of chatter, even in fantasy. Like if you're playing season-long fantasy, those nuggets of this dude's been dominating, this dude, but, but, but it's been virtually non-existent um and so i think you'll definitely see that and to your point the knowledge gap the the week leading up and understanding who is going to be uh exploited and and how and and those players that are going to come about combine that with some of the new energy in terms of the the faster flipping ryan I, i don't know if if you feel that is the case but i feel like people are entering and exiting into stocks into a player or a card at a much faster pace than you know, pre- than, than maybe five years ago, for a lot of yeah, different reasons. New because new values entrance, go up so much. Values go like, up. The- it used to be like you waited six, you know, six months or a year for a card yeah. to go from a hundred. Yeah, there for you'd buy a rookie and like not even think about it till their yep. third year. Yep, you just sat it in a box and it just sat there all season until week, you know, fourteen when the veteran gets hurt and then they go off and then you then you sell it. At this point. You buy a Michael Thomas eight weeks ago for $75, and before the start of the season, it's $800. Mm-hmm. These are year-long or two-year-long increases you're hoping to obtain that you're getting in a fraction of the time. So it just values are just changing so drastically. It just – cards are really, really volatile right now. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. I, I know Lou mentioned it off offline, but like we talked about – uh Deshaun Watson, right? Deshaun Watson plays Mahomes week one. Uh, Lou said a Prism PSA 10 Silver's t- auto is $2,500. PSA 10. Like, what happens if Mahomes comes out and they beat the snot out of the Texans, you know, 42 to 17, and Watson doesn't look very good? Then, uh, those- then the price dips and you buy heavy. Those week yeah, one just, blowouts are always yeah, and it's going to be a lot more courage of your convictions. Like, do you believe in Deshaun Watson? Dope. When they get their the brakes beat off them, you better yep. be comfortable buying some more or being okay 100%. with chilling. Yep, yep. And we mentioned that with the Zion conversation a couple weeks ago with Mike. Can you you know you bought in at seven hundred for tens? They're quickly to five fifty. They're at five hundred now. Can you stomach that loss when they're not going to hit eight hundred right away? Or are you in it for the long haul where they potentially could be, you know, $1,000 the day before the season when the Pelicans post a picture of Zion looking like the Hulk and everybody on Twitter goes crazy and everyone's like, this kid's going to be LeBron. Bye, 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 bye. Can you wait that long? Or is that something you don't see as realistic? So, yeah, it's just it's very interesting with, with uh, the way the market is right now. How uh, non, let's do this, non-QB. MVP, in in your opinion, like one guy that you're like, I got it. We're paying attention to him. Non QB going on in. the radar, like everybody knows anyone, yeah. or just like yeah. someone off the radar. And it could be anyone. McCaffrey seems like the easiest answer. Yeah, it's probably McCaffrey or uh, I like Kamara a lot. Yeah. My only concern with Kamara was there was trade talks, like he wasn't going to play for the money. I mean, what happens if they trade Kamara to Jacksonville? I mean, he's not doing yeah, anything Yeah, but he also reported to camp and was like, yo, I don't hold out. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think I think Kamara is is a serious player. And then uh, 
you know, I, I know there's a lot of issues for Big Blue in New York, but I feel like Saquon has kind of taken a, a dip in, in awareness or chatter just from coming into the league. Um, but the guy's an absolute human highlight, and I think he gets people going more than most in terms of just highlight runs here and there. Um, I could see I could see a little bit of an explosion for him. Also, I'm a Penn State guy, so of course I'm going to go there. Yeah, it will. Uh, I think the Tyler, you mentioned the the running backs, and Lou mentioned non skill positions. The big thing for me, though, still has to be every quarterback sale price right now. Dak Prescott, Lou, would you mention earlier PSA ten? What was it? It was for an four auto. Grand? It, was, it was an auto for four grand. Silver, yeah. Like a uh, Dak Prescott PSA ten silver prism rookie auto. Like Watson, Mahomes, Lamar, like. Only one guy can win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And these prices are just like, it'll be interesting to see what happens, right? I mean, someone's going to win an MVP. Like you just, it just, again, I think it's so much of a FOMO base. It, um, I'm very curious to see what happens in the market this year because there's a lot of hype on every single quarterback. Yeah, I think, I think one guy can win, <clears throat> only one guy can win the Super Bowl. Only one, one guy can win MVP. But there's also like, you know, like, the Cardinals are going to be pretty interesting to watch this year, right? Like they just signed DeAndre Hopkins to a big extension. They have Kyler. They have a cool coach. Like they could pop off. They could look pretty good. They might not win the Super Bowl, but if they could, what if they win the division? But they also play in the same division with the Niners, who have one of the best defenses in football. I feel and you, Russell Wilson. I feel you. What if they win the division? Then that's a pretty big deal, right? They can get bounced yeah. in the first round, but if they win the division, that's going to be a lot of hype all year long. Yeah, it just the way I look at it is is. If they win the division, that means Russell Wilson didn't win the division. So Russell Wilson's cards are through the roof. He can't be that high. Mm-hmm. So it's just like everybody is so high. Not everybody's going to win the division, right? Like Russell Wilson or Kyler Murray won't win the division. It's like Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow or Baker Mayfield. Only one of those guys is going to win the division, but every one of their cards sells so well. It's just like there's a lot of risk in this. This is where it's like, like you said, Tyler, about like, can you stomach, or Lou said, can can you stomach when Deshaun Watson gets the beat, the break speed off of him? Can you stomach that, that card going down 15% in a week? Chris Godwin. That's such a, you, did, you just named two Penn State guys. It's like painful how obvious that was. <laughs> it hurts how obvious that was. I actually like Godwin too, by the way. See, thank you. That's, that's the <laughs> so, but but what up. you did was just name the state guys. <laughs> so we've uh, we've mentioned it a little bit on, on, in terms of football, but I want to kind of get into the bigger pictures. There's been a lot of chatter uh, on on social media about it, but really the volatility of the market right now. We've mentioned this before last week, and it just seems to be so relevant. It's worth bringing up in in a bigger picture here, but. Basketball cards, soccer cards, right? Some of those seem to be dipping. Lou mentioned Mike Trout stuff seems to be uh, not as high as it, it, it you might expect it to be. But in the same breath, you've got Logan Paul talking about Pokemon cards. You've got the vintage market as safe as ever. Like, it seems like there's a lot of volatility in a lot of different pieces of the market. And I just want to kind of get some of your guys' uh, current takes and what you're seeing. I feel like, to me, this just is a result of the same reason, the same way you see wild volatility going up, you're going to see wild volatility going down too. It's just a product of how things work all the time. So like, yeah, LeBron's going for 11K now. That's a tough break for the people who bought it at 15. But if you're buying a card for 15K, I hope, I hope that you have the stomach to be like, all right, cool. I'm not just going to 
panic sell this card at 11 because I know what you, when you're buying a LeBron card, you're buying a LeBron card for a very specific reason. You're not buying a LeBron card to sell it in, in six weeks or whatever. Um, like I, I just think there's a lot more to it when it comes to the volatility. It's not just a matter of, Oh no, like everyone and now everyone's selling like time to go. Like that's not what's happening here to me. I think it's more a consolidation of people being like, Whoa, there was a lot going on here. Everything's going to settle down now a little bit. A lot of extenuating circumstances in the world, stock market, election, et cetera, et cetera. So I think everyone's just kind of selling down a little bit, seeing what's going on, like playing the field, seeing what's happening. And then we'll go from there. To me, it's more of more of the same, right? Because like this is this is what happened a year ago too. Like prices go down and then they go back up again. Like I think that's just how the market goes. Chris from House of Jordans posted a really interesting Instagram. Um, I posted it on my Instagram. I'll try to post it again when this episode goes up. But basically just showing like Giannis has been an example of a guy who's gone down yep. <clears throat> a 100%. lot recently. Uh, and people are panicking because it's that's what people do and that's understandable. But he like post pretty much posted a uh, screenshot from Card Ladder of how the card has gone up. And it's done the exact same thing every year for the last couple of years. Um, and I think this is just to be expected to me. So I wasn't that worried about it. But love to hear from you guys as well. Yeah, I mean, I think, again, to the multiple factors, a lot of different things going on here. We sit recording this on the first kind of unofficial day of fall. Um, but there's been such an increase in demand over the last, call it two years, and then really the last three months, incredibly white hot, that really, I think, drove the entire thing up. We're now starting to see a turnover in terms of attention in the world, sports, basketball, right? Now you got two games a night, playoffs. Very soon you're going to just have a game a night, focus on the finals. You know, I got a text today about um, Donovan Mitchell, like someone's listing a Donovan Mitchell. Like, yeah, no one cares about Donovan Mitchell as much anymore right now. And if you're in the market for buying a Donovan Mitchell, like the next time he's playing is five and a half months from now. Like, I don't believe that there's this massive movement of like trying to like project what donovan mitchell's gonna do donovan mitchell's got almost a year probably uh less i guess until he plays a playoff game that matters and when you start talking about luca or all these other guys you know two that two thousand bucks for a, a share of donovan mitchell is a lot of cash and i think that that kind of has been lost a bit and what it's going to what will happen i believe is that if you're willing to continue to put in the work you're going to have more opportunity than ever. There's a huge increase in demand. Less work went into it. People were just buying off of the, everything's going up right now. Everything's going up right now. And to your point about the cyclical stuff, it's going to happen. You know, the national is going to be hopefully next summer. There's that card show in Dallas. There, I think, will be some increased action there. You'll start, Logan Paul was a good little barometer on the meter. You know, one or two more are going to pop players holding their cards so i think the the floor on the downside is so much higher than the previous floor like what well, i don't know what the previous Giannis floor was but the previous luca floor was not 1300 dollars. <laughs> it was like four and so even that if you're in that market generous. and that's being generous even if you're in that market those, those are good signals um and sell-off is healthy I believe you don't just want a continuous pump, 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 pump. Um, so again, yeah, you got to, we've taught the basis of the show has tried to be about education and understanding and the reps. And uh, if you just win all day 
And also looking at relative money, just like staring at the screen and being like, I'm this rich. Uh, I see Jim Cramer on Twitter. He's been for the last week. Like, if you've been making hundreds of thousands of dollars in the stock market on this run, don't be a hero and try to make 125. Like, take some of your profits. Not like you can win on a small scale. And so I think that's the point. So when there's a lot of people that are sitting on uh, Lucas bought at 700, furious right now that they didn't sell at the top. And it's like you just just doubled yeah. their money. Like I, I bought <laughs> I bought in LeBron like probably at top market. Like when LeBron stuff got top, that was probably when I bought in on like BGS nine five True Gem Plus tops rookie like mvp psa 10 bowman bgs 9 mvp 9 like i bought those at top market they're way down from when i bought them mm-hmm. but you don't buy lebron to sit like lou said you don't you don't buy lebron to sell lebron tomorrow so those are long-term holds you're I, chilling I that- if you bought a lebron i truly believe you're chilling if you bought a lebron tops chrome ps uh 9.5 for like 13k i think you're chilling like you're feeling great about yourself it's down right now but you're fine yeah, I mean, you you might not be the, uh, in the mm. you know the the best mood if it you know it's it's down. But a you're bit, really but fine. Y- yeah, if you're spending that kind of money, you have an you have a you have a pretty good outlook on that card long term. Again, I just you, t- Ty, you mentioned Jim Cramer, right? Like Luca PSA tens went from two grand or twenty one hundred to fourteen hundred dollars in a week, and I just think, what would Jim Cramer say if? Luca, if if a stock price dropped thirty percent in one week, there would be real panic, and I just that that's a little alarming to me. Is that card prices are fluctuating at that kind of an extreme in such a short amount of time, like seven hundred dollars? But it's also not fair to only judge the downside. Like meaning, what about the the run up? Like everyone's thrilled about that, and I think that that's the case. If you if you have x amount of lucas at 200 like why are you seeing a down tip because those people are selling and they're taking cool i'll take 15 i'll take 14 the buyers are there i I think not everybody bought in at seven i think this goes back to doing your research because somebody bought eight of them at 1800 a piece when they were 2100 Mm -hmm. and that guy's taking a 3200 dollar loss best case scenario right now if he sold them and $3,200 is a lot of money. So what I'm trying to get is like, Hey, like this, it really requires research. If you're getting in, like Lou talked about it earlier, the demand or time might've been you, but like the demand got so big when COVID happened, we just had all this influx of people getting into cards. And I think a lot of people were just throwing darts on a wall. Just like, Hey, I'll buy this. I'll buy this. I'll buy this. You know, Michael Thomas, man, I'll buy this. I'll buy this. That might not be the case, right? And I just, I think it. I think what's happening is some like some of the people that might have gotten in early are really learning about the market and like this has been happening for six months, right? That market's mm-hmm. been hot for six months. I think you can learn a lot in that six month time period, and I think that's what's happened here is people are really learning what they want, what they like, what they should be buying, what they shouldn't be buying. I think that, I think what yeah. happened is the consumer got knowledgeable. And well, the thing is, is like the same person that bought Luca at twenty one bought it off of he hit a game-winning shot against arguably the best team, the favorite to win the championship, to tie a series when his number two was officially named out for the series and he was on a bad foot, acting like he was going to go through and win the championship. Like, LeBron won his first ring in 2012. He was 27, I think. 
like it's there's the, the to the point of i i want to like people need to be patient things take time and the, the the volatility also was on the upside equally as on the downside and for to to have less of that volatility i think is good for everyone and i think that's what you're going to start seeing these new yeah. these new floors are night and day from where they were sure. 2 years 100%. ago and like 100%. let's just play some cycles out yeah. yeah market's still hot compared to where where it was that's that's a great point huh? yeah yeah like everyone learning a lesson is a very good thing like i truly believe this is all a good thing i understand that people are down and that sucks but like that's a it's a good lesson that everyone should learn is like cards nothing goes up forever and ever that's not how it works yep yeah i i just think the message i think i'm trying to portray here is let's not get caught up in the moment per se luca has that kind of game that doesn't mean like that's the best time to buy a luca if you love luca wait till the clippers sweep them or you know clippers beat them and then buy it mm-hmm. uh like i just i think there's better opportunities to buy someone you have interest in than their best game ever have a strategy be willing to be patient don't try and become a millionaire overnight all great a plus tips, hundred percent. And you do those. Th- you yeah. do those two things. You'll you'll be sitting a lot prettier. Yeah, through everything, through a market upside, through a market downside, through a massive game, through uh, ACL tear, what have you. And it's like the same thing though with 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 Giannis, right? Like, Gian- they go down three no three zero, and people are like, "Dude, sell Giannis, sell Giannis. This guy's terrible." He's awful. Sell Giannis. And you're like, and the only game they won, he was ruled out for more than half of it. It's like, yeah, and, it's literally like watching first take happen every single day. People talking about athletes. It's literally, that's what it is. People are like watching first take and they're like, oh yeah, Giannis is bad. Like sell Giannis. It's like, what were you saying? Back like, what were you saying two weeks 26. ago about Giannis? You were like all over Giannis. You want to know why? Because Giannis is really good. Like, let's not overreact really to the moment of they're getting beat by a team that's better coached than them. Panic, panic selling is how people that are heavily invested in the market and can afford those things do really well. Because when people panic sell, they buy them and then they sit on them until Giannis wins a title or Giannis gets popular again or wins another MVP. Those people that can afford to do that, they cash in on those moments when people are panic selling. Yep. And then on the other side of that coin, like we were saying before, there's a lot of people who bought Giannis's for $800 who are over the moon to sell them for 35 because they don't feel like sitting on them for six months after he gets eliminated tomorrow. And then the guy that has more cash flow feels and great is richer, about buying it. It's going to buy it at 3,500 yep. and they're going to go to seven grand and they're going to feel awesome. And he's going to feel even better. It works both ways. Yep. It goes so. both ways. All right. So now let's get into stump the shop. Uh, stump the shop, which is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for buying and selling trading cards and memorabilia. So, Stump the Shop, for those that aren't familiar, if you're new here, this is a segment we do where uh, Ty and Lou get $1,000, I have $1,000, and we try to buy and resell using eBay's platform. So we're going to have an update here relatively soon where we can go through and give you guys an idea of where we each are are at in terms of what we've bought, what we've sold, just to give you guys an idea of like breakdown so you guys can really see uh, what we're doing. Obviously, I bought some lots, right? You know, Lou gives me shit for it all the time about buying Garrett Cole. Uh, did make over $100 on that lot, so shout out to Garrett Cole. 
but um, I'm doing a little bit more. <laughs> I'm doing a little bit more of the lots, the underpriced assets. Lou and Ty are going. They've gone with more of a uh, finding particular players or cards. Uh, they've done some Pokemon. They've done really well on. So taking two different approaches here, but. Again, just want to give you guys an inside look into how we're doing. So that will be coming uh, in a future episode. So stay tuned for that. But Lou, Ty, any uh, any updates on your end in terms of Stump the Shop? I just thought about selling, putting up my Tyler Boyd autograph card in the event. that. Let me tell you why. Let me explain why. The entire I, d- I don't know why I didn't think about this. So just now the entire strategy is Tyler Boyd has a big game and you sell the card. The NFL starts on Sunday. I feel like just having it there for someone who wants mm-hmm. to offer me on it. Obviously, I'm going to list it mm-hmm. for. I'll probably list it. Actually, I'm not going to say. I'm going to list it, and then we'll. I'll take offers on it. But mm-hmm. Tyler, I feel like if I miss the yeah, opportunity of you. the week one pop off, that's like the exact thing I was shooting for. So it would be a big mistake. Mm-hmm. I got. I'm sitting on a ton of Donald. I'm going to do the same. At least have inventory up. Uh, I think for any listener in general, that muscle. You know, Ryan, you said it a million times. Every day you list 55 new auctions and 55 close, right? Is it you, something like that? Uh, we've slowed a little bit down on that as uh, but, one of our listers. But, but yeah, that's kind of the thing is you, attention every day. Right. And so if you're in this game, it's like you, you can quit, stay in the selling business, stay in the buying business, stay in the selling business. This is a 24-7, just like if you're day trading in the market. Like yep. if you take three days off. Amazing. Not saying you can't take three days off from anything. Everyone needs it, myself included. But it's going to take work to get back into the swing and flow and understanding what's going on. I think it's always good to have some inventory available for sale. And I think Lou's point is is spot on, right? Like there's going to be guys that blow up week one, right? If you if people are ca- – there are going to be people, regardless of how much we say don't cash in on the moment, there are going to be people that see Tyler Boyd and they're like, hey, Jerry Rice Jr. right here, baby. I'm going to go buy some Tyler Boyd autos and lose going to cash say. in on that opportunity. I've always been calling right? on that. Right? So like – well, I'm just – people are going to think yeah. that. Um, maybe not Jerry Rice, but um, – You just you know, Jerry some, Rice Jr. are some of the shop purchase. It feels pretty good. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like Tyler said with Sam Darnold, like – Having cards listed for sale, if that guy does anything or people are buying into the hype, you're going to be able to sell those things uh, during that game. When the NFL starts and Sunday's got a full day of games, a lot of football stuff is going to sell. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to have a touchdown and their cards are going to sell. One touchdown, one catch. Someone's going to take a kick return back. Their cards are going to sell. If you have them available for sale, you'll do well on Sunday because Sunday is going to be the first full day of football back. So I think that's key, and I think that's a great point is having cards listed when the moment presents itself is is a big deal. I'm not saying if you like Sam Darnold, go list every single Sam Darnold you have because if Sam Darnold throws six touchdowns like Mahomes did in his opening day, they're going to jump, mm-hmm. and you at least might want some long-term, but – can't hurt to have some of them listed in case an opportunity presents itself. Agreed. Uh, gents, stump the shop. Lou, I believe we've made a play or two. Um, would, I, you like to, would you like to dispose? I would like Ryan to go first. Interesting. Gentleman. He's a true gentleman. Ryan. Yeah, I'm, I'm a man of the people. So the last uh, the, the last purchase, I think, I'm not sure if we got into it much, but the, the Hunter Renfro, mm. I... Uh, I purchased. It was a uh, uh, crap title. Got it for heck of a deal. Not sure I'm super optimistic about the Raiders, but um, got a one-on-one gold vinyl that was misspelled. Um, 
again, I think we've kind of talked about this, but people always ask like, hey, what are you searching to find these type of deals as I'm finding things that are mislabeled, uh, no, like no keywords and titles, like different things like that, right? I'm looking for, you know, tips and tricks. So again, it was a Friday night searching auctions only, ending soonest, football cards, prices above $20 or more. So you're right, you're searching for auctions about 9 p.m., uh, that are $20. You're not looking for dollar cards. Um, so different things like that. And then basically just scroll through the list and see if you see anything. There's a Hunter Renfro that was misspelled, um, paid, I want to say like 42 bucks for it. I expect it to sell somewhere in the 130, 145, 150 range. Um, so, you know, hundred bucks on it, but, um, again, just trying to show that there are deals out there that, you know, there are missed opportunities that you can take advantage of. Um, I did buy some Tyler Heroes. Um, those are getting ready to be listed. So hopefully next episode I'll be able to talk about those and what they are and you know how much money I was able to uh, to make off that. So uh, that's that's the next in, in terms of my strategy is to uh, to list my Tyler Heroes. But um, eager to see what uh, what you guys came up with as well. I'm what uh, conf- wait, I, I know hang on, that I'm confused. We just did a whole yeah. thing about Tyler Hero, and then he's not telling us how much he paid for them. No, there's just no point in talking about them all right now. Why, That's the next why episode. not? We gotta, we gotta have some cliffhangers. No, we don't. This is literally the- absolutely, absolutely. You gotta have people excited for the next one. Lou, It'll be great. Let's be better, gentlemen, and oh. and tell what we're up to. I just hope we didn't buy the same ones. Man, I was in the middle of listening, but I'm just gonna close it because now I'm so annoyed with what Ryan just did. Okay, so what I did was I made a couple little low key. I'm not gonna do the Tyler Hero one. I'm gonna do. I did some Pokemon. Let me tell you what I did. I'm missing the boat there. Let me tell you what I did. I bought three lots of the top set, the top TV set. Mm-hmm. Include there was some that had there was a couple couple Charizards. It was three different auctions. It was a couple Charizards. There's some hollow foils in there, and there's some base ones. I'm obsessed with this top TV set. I think it's like I think a lot of people bought the top TV set back in the day because they couldn't like they were going to the store and like the other stuff was sold out so they were just buying the top cv set you don't have one with you do you uh i do have i don't um let me see see if you could see this hang on i'm gonna do a little little screen share yeah can you see that yeah exactly go to i mean honestly go to sold on like the last few sold so Uh aha low key closing deals yeah scroll down a little bit um which one am I? I'm not any of those. Were there a so lot this of is a good. This is a good. Uh... So yeah, so just open it up so people can see what they look like. Oh, that's that's a TV set. Yeah, so this was called the Tops TV set. Tops put this out when the TV show was coming out, like back in the day. I didn't know that's what that was. Yeah, so there's some hollows in here. That Charizard is one that I got. I got a Charmander and a Charmeleon as well. So I bought a bunch of lots. Uh, I want to mm-hmm. say I bought. Going after singles or going after the set? I'm going after the set. Okay, are you building the set on your own with intention to resell? I'm, gonna, or are you I'm buying? buying a bunch of these cards here. I'm going to get them graded 20 days because I paid so little for them, and we're going to flip them before the end of the show. That's my plan right now. In yep. total, I paid $30, 40 $57 for about mm-hmm. 50 cards. So I will be... How many are you going to 20-day? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to 20-day the hollow foil. I want to look at them. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at them. I'm going to 20-day all the hollow foils and see what we get. So I will have more updates for everyone. Yeah, so this is a rendition of like how the the it's pretty much cuts from the show. 
All these all these graphics are them from the actual yeah ori- original show. Yeah, the top. How many cards is in the dope. set? Um, I want to say it's like fifty cards or something like that. Yeah, interesting. Nineteen ninety nine Pokemon. There you go. You got seventy six base. It looks like. Oh, so then it was way more than that. I was bugging. Yeah, complete set ninety cards. Ninety cards. Yeah, so it's ninety. Interesting. So you you think Tops TV set as people are getting priced out of first edition? There's been a major run up there. Then Shadowless as well, um, and is is an alternative. I need one of those cards. Look, what which one? That is the card. Lou and I've talked about it every single time before the show started for months, and I've not bought one. And which I bought one? One. The first edition Shadowless Nine Charizard. Yeah. The big boy. I mean, you could have bought one a couple weeks ago for, or a couple months ago for seventeen. Less, and way less. A couple months ago, could have probably paid like ten or twelve. Okay, well, well, I'm saying like what a month ago. A month ago was probably like sixteen. Yeah, yeah, sixteen, seventeen grand. Now they're what twenty two, twenty three. Gosh, man, it's yep. in the boat. Yep, and they 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 don't have an off season. They don't have a bad foot. They don't have ACLs. They're not making. There's no uh, scouting report dialing in on them. Making the media for all the wrong Way reasons. Way more people they're, like yeah. Charmander than like yeah. Luca. Yeah, no, they don't got a Dewey coming. They're not doing the Mason Greenwood and inviting someone back Chicks after the they make room. an international what debut. A, did you not Bro. see that? They got kicked off the England squad or like Bro. sent home for bringing chicks to the like the hotel. Bro, no Mason Greenwood. Way. Like, yes, he did. The future, the future. of England soccer makes his international debut first time ever sent home and that night brings girls back to the hotel and gets caught oh, and gets sent home i mean how does he not realize how does he not know people are paying for it's, his contenders you people you can't do that when people are yeah, paying like, for contenders we're st- we're trying to figure out what the true rookie card is we don't need i know this. this is completely off topic but before we get out of stuff to show wow. i should have been buying that fati kid for yeah uh barca yeah. Yeah. that Barca's kid yeah. is yeah. a stud yeah everyone should have yeah, he just made his debut, youngest score ever for the Spain team. Uh, yeah, he is. Especially with all the turmoil around Messi and that not being mm-hmm, there, this mm-hmm. kid being the youngest ever start, youngest ever score. I mean, that kid is a stud. Yep, and would, yep. he would so, never bring someone back to the hotel. Yeah, it doesn't seem. Wouldn't like do it. it. It's, it's not. It's him. not in his nature. Yeah, it's an English bloke play, Greenwood. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's tough. I, I feel bad for him. Like he's definitely feeling awful about it but i also don't feel bad for him i feel bad all right so in a couple of weeks we will give you guys uh hopefully an update on what we've spent what we've sold kind of uh give you guys a better breakdown of costs stuff like that and see how we're doing uh as we're getting closer to the halfway point for uh the stump the shop segment so keep an eye out on that that episode will be uh will be coming soon but what do you think happens uh, if we double up ryan like do we get a more of a prize a totally kicker. possible yeah there's a kicker there's a kicker. I think there's a kicker. Totally possible. I think he has to give us um, his best cart that he ever bought. Yep. Okay, great. That's that's then, definitely that's uh, the you kicker. Know, that's realistic. The that's the kicker. That's realistic Seems for sure. sure to me. I don't know. All right, gang. Everyone, appreciate y'all tuning in. We're not done. Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Tyler. Oh, my. Rookie move. Classic. Tuning in post- the shop. Classic post-vacation Tyler move right there. All right, so before we move on, Stump the Shop is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for buying and selling trading cards and memorabilia. Todd, before we close the episode, we have latest launch. We do this every week. 
There is one that stands out a lot more than the others, and it is. uh, we're going to get into this real deep here. Mosaic Football comes out Friday. Ty, can you pull up Carver Connection so I can see what the cards look like? Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be big, and I want to talk about this as to why, uh, especially for some of our newer uh, card, card collectors. So... Mosaic football, this is the first year they've ever done it as a, uh, as a standalone product. They've never done it for football. Basketball has never been a standalone until this year. Um, so Mosaic is, is new to football. But the int- the most int- intriguing part about this product is the fact of when it releases. So Mosaic is a popular brand in basketball. It's very similar. It's not comparable in basketball yet to Prism, right? It's not there. Nothing is. But it's also... In popularity, it'll be up there with Optic and Select. So Optic, Select, Mosaic, those will kind of be some of the other bigger brands. And then obviously you have Prism. Uh, The interesting part here is this is coming out before the season starts. This has never happened, right? Like you're not getting Select football or Contenders football or Optic football or Prism football before the season. That's never happened. You're typically getting your Legacy and your uh, your Luminance and your Immaculate Collegiate and you'll get Elements or Gold Standard or uh, Certified. You'll get other different products, but to have a major product release before this season start is what's so interest, interesting to me here because I it's going to be a big product and you're going to have a lot of demand behind it and nobody's played it down yet. I just... I have high expectations for this product, but just want to kind of get your guys' vibe and, and see what you guys think about it. I saw it. there the retail only has some interesting little uh, inserts. And something I, one of my takeaways from Mosaic was that like the inserts and the different types as opposed to the regular base cards were really popping off. So I think that obviously we've seen what's going on with retail in the last few months. It's been out of control. You yep. can't get stuff anywhere. I think that's going to add to that even more here. Like this, the person who pulls the, the, you know, uh, Joe Burrow touchdown masters or whatever is, I think that might be like a really big card. Yeah. And similar to basketball, again, uh, I've been working on the Genesis, uh, set for basketball. That's a parallel that's exclusive to retail. They're like these, do you think these these aren't going to be on car autos, right? They're definitely going to be stickers. I would assume at this point they're not on card. Um, we won't know for sure, but back to the gen, the real, sorry, the Genesis, that's a retail exclusive parallel. So for perspective, Luca was selling for like 1700 Zion's like 3,500. LeBron's 2,000 plus. I think it's like 2,500. Like those are in retail only. $1,000 cards. I, I haven't seen it yet for sure, but I'm going to assume it's going to be the same type for, fo- for football. So Joe Burrow, Tom Brady in a Bucks uniform, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, like Tua, those guys in retail, those are going to be $1,000 hits coming out of a retail product. This product is set up for success early. Being so early in the season where it's coming out, I have high expectations for this product. Is this going to be uh, the hottest product in terms of for breakers to come out in a while? Yeah, there hasn't really been a major football release. Like you had Immaculate Collegiate, Immaculate's only a couple cards. Yep. Breakers love that because it's low risk, high reward type potential. You've had Certified, which has inserts, rookies, autos, patches, stuff like that. You've had Elements, which is four cards. Again, another breaker friendly product. Cool stuff. But 
to be on a level with select, optic, prism, contenders. Like, it's not quite at some of those levels. I'm not, it's, it's not prism football. That will be massive. Um, but it's up there. It's a big release. I mean, it's probably a top 10 release for football year, and mm-hmm. it's before the season. Yeah. So if you want a Joe Burrow, you're not going to go buy a Donruss rookie per se. I mean, unless that's all you can afford, which is fine. But if you want a Joe Burrow rookie card, you'd likely buy Prism or Optic when they come out. Yeah. But you can buy Mosaic before he comes out. So this work. This will work well to guys for guys that are going to buy like sleepers, like Antonio Gibson for the Redskins, mm-hmm. right? They'll release AP. You like Gibson. If he's got a rookie there, you might go buy that mm-hmm. instead of searching for his other stuff. And just being able to buy a higher end release or a more coveted release early in the season, I think bodes well for people that are invested into certain players that haven't done much. Yeah. Yet. The two, uh, like when two gets named the starter, inevitably at some point this year, like that, his mosaic. Yeah, what if it's week three? His mosaic is gonna pop. And there's nothing else out yeah. of two. There's no select, there's no optic, there's no prism, there's no contenders, right? You've got preview optic cards in Donris, but Mosaic being a standalone brand, I just, it has a lot, a lot of potential. Yeah. Interesting. So. Ty, Lou, any other thoughts as we wrap this episode up? J.K. Dobbins is a problem. Shh. Shh. Whoa. Whoa. Sorry. I watched Whoa. him dominate my football team for a long time. Where? What? That was it. That was this? it. You said Can if I have one final, you said do you have one final thought? I just wanted to Dude, sneak are it we in seriously there. Seriously, dropping the J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, we got Man. a reward. Look, if you've been listening, now I got twenty four hours to, to buy the chatter. I want to reward you with a quick J.K. Dobbins tip of the cap. The Redskins led the league in rush yards last year, and people, what are you going to do? Leave Lamar Jackson open? Mark yeah, Ingram's getting old. J.K. Dobbins was the first 2,000-yard rusher in Ohio State history. I like J.K. Dobbins a lot. I mean, obviously, the I'm a homer, but a serious that's, a Penn, that's a Penn State guy, right? Uh, yeah, he dominated me, right and, I, and I respect him, and he's going to be really good. So we'll get into that next time. I think that would be interesting next week. Next yeah, we're going to have a we week sh- of football under our belts. So great. We should have MVP, Rookie of the Year, and Super Bowl contenders. We and we got to check back in on our um, our basket. We did some good basketball prediction stuff. Yes. Yeah. Who we thought was going to be in the title. If I remember correctly, yeah. I think I said the Bucks. So if that's an L, I'm just going to um, get out ahead of I one. definitely said the Nuggets are going to give the Clippers a, a decent series. You guys nailed Tyler Hero. That's true. You guys have been on Tyler Hero. Uh, but Michael Porter Jr. did put up 18 and 10 last night in a big Michael in a Porter. Game. He, he, was he the one who got middle finger blocked too? No, that was Jamal That Murray. was wild. Michael Porter Michael Porter Jr. had played well last night. He did night, play well. Very well. Yeah, he did. Dunked he, all over Montrez Hero. That's he what he did. He, there was some night. kind of dunk yeah. on him I forgot about. Yeah. No, but he Montre- finished his dunk. Michael Porter Jr.'s young. Let's talk about LeBron against the Rockets in game one where he like ruined Russell Westbrook on a dunk and then a chase down block and then an yeah. and one. I mean, just And then year, I think he had one point in the fourth quarter. Yeah, he's a monster. I'm excited to watch that tonight. So Cool. This has been fun. Right. That's it, guys. Later, guys. Peace. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.